0: Welcome to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. Innovative technology simplified with the Encore Systems designers, Jeff Grove and Clark Von Trotha. Here's your host, Luke Anderson. Hello ladies and gentlemen, Luke Anderson uh, with the gentleman from Encore Audio Video, Jeff Grove, Clark Von Trotha. We are here in the theater room at the Encore Audio Video Podcast. Design Center. Design Center. Well, that's the word I was looking yeah. for. Design Center. Yeah. Gentlemen, it's been a little while since we've done this. It has been a year for anybody that is not listening to this the day it was released. This is April 2021. Oh my gosh, um, we survived. We survived. <sighs> we're in the process yeah. of surviving, yes. I think still is a fair way to say it. Uh, but this is uh, episode one of the reboot of the Encore Audio Video podcast. Uh, at some point today, we're going to yeah. talk about um, getting your outdoor space set up. But, yeah. but real quickly, guys, what has happened in the last year? Has there been anything you're hearing from manufacturers or customers or just the way that people are approaching their audio video in their homes with uh, the the pandemic and everything that we've gone through. People are spending a lot more time at home.
1: That's exactly it. A lot more time at home. And and because of that, upgrading networks so that they can Zoom call for work or, or, you know, whatever the the form of video calling and whatnot is for teleworking and and, uh, teleschooling and all of that uh, uptick in surveillance for obvious reasons. Sure. Uh, and of course all the entertainment stuff that, that, you know, those are the fun things that we do. And, and, um, the fact that you don't have as many options right now that you can go out and do, that's become a pretty popular solution for us as well. So it's, um, it's been a fun and interesting time getting through this. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Clark, are you hearing anything different from people from what they want as far as design? Or are they getting to the projects that they always had in mind, just never bothered
2: getting to? I think it's a lot of the latter, but for sure, you know, being a part of uh, looking at the house and in, in, in maybe in a new way and that you're spending more time there, obviously, to, and addressing a lot of the issues that Jeff brought up. Uh, but in addition, you know, I think it, it also has changed how manufacturers have um, seen what they want to release and ultimately uh, has really pushed some new changes in the industry. Um, we're continuing to see companies, you know, merge
0: mm-hmm. and
2: consolidate uh, with COVID um, a positive and a negative. I mean, there's pluses and minuses to that, but for our business model and how we operate, it's. Uh, we've been really blessed and successful and things have gone fantastic for us and, and we want to try to encourage people to reach out to us uh, and start thinking of new projects and um, get to the design center so they can really start mapping out their their audio, video, surveillance, automation, network uh, upgrades.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Well, you know, the point of this podcast is to to let listeners get a little bit of insight into what a broad stroke is for some of these projects that you do um for details of course the best way to do it is to call the guys here at encore audio video or stop by the design yeah. center here at 14th and everett in the pearl district portland oregon um but you can go on to encoreaudiovideo.com as well so today we're going to take a little time to talk about a, a subject that we've talked about in the past but uh, kind of to your point with manufacturers coming out with new products clark and and you know, new options for people. And and Jeff, you were saying just the, the, the need is a little bit greater for some of those networking things. And, and now more than ever, it's important. The weather's getting nicer. Let's get outside. Let's yeah. get some entertainment. Yeah. So this will be a cool revisit. Yeah. Um, so as, as far as places to start, I mean, I always like to start with the audio elements of things. Um, but today I think maybe a good time to talk about that surveillance that you mentioned, the surveillance, yeah. the lighting, all of those things that you can do for an outdoor space. Um, where do you start though? when you guys talk with a customer that wants to upgrade their, their backyard or their outdoor space? Well,
2: real quick, first, the first thing Please? I would say to that is when, when people interface with us now, uh, we we usually request that, that we have some kind of a, a rough map of the area. And it can be f- photos, it can be um, a floor plan, it can be... Um, a plan from, you know, somebody who's helping with your uh, horticultural needs or your <laughs> garden. Talk but with a landscaper, a hardscaper. A landscape, yeah. yeah, whatever your landscape design may be. But Let um, me
0: stop you right there. If somebody is planning on doing the full upgrade of the backyard and they are doing a construction project yeah. or a, yeah. a landscaping project, what what's the best time to call you? Not after everything's done.
1: Oh, definitely in the planning stages. Um, We have a couple of pretty good size um, pool additions going on right now. And fortunately, in both of these cases with these projects, they came to us before any ground was even broken. So we could be part of the discussion of, well, what what is the overall scope of this area going to look like so that we can help put the right technologies not just for entertaining but for good wireless access Mm. um, you know tv systems lighting if you want to do that uh, any and all of those things so it's just part of part of the being part of the process essentially is is super helpful Um, and then we end up having to work with not only the homeowner but a lot of times the general contractor Mm. and uh, landscapers uh, to to help get wires pulled through the ground and whatnot. Uh, to the right places. So it, it frankly, the earlier the the better because it just makes it easier to to do everything that they might want to do.
0: Fair enough. what yeah. what are the things that they're wanting to do? Clark, I mean, you, you Jeff yeah. Jeff, you put the the Wi-Fi out there just assuming that yeah. if you're close to the house, <laughs> you're close enough is probably not the answer.
2: Yeah, I mean, starting with the network, obviously getting to outdoor access points so that we can extend wireless for people out and then outdoor environment whether it's like jeff was mentioning a pool or some kind of a an outdoor entertaining area that may be covered um or it could be a dock you know hey you want to get it down to the dock area to help with you know when you're working on the boat or whatever it may be um and then i think from there once we have the network needs kind of figured out it's how focused it's can you forward. make it
0: a, a, a network i mean is it something where you do most customers want it to be just their space that's covered by the network or yeah. is there gonna be a little leakage into neighbor's yards? And
1: There's always a, a little leakage, um, it, but that's why you encrypt your network yep. so that even if your neighbor can see it, they can't get onto it unless they have the password. So it's really just adding, um, let's call it more antennas, more bubbles to the, the the inside part of the network, just adding more wireless antennas, uh, to create more bubbles of, of Wi-Fi of the same network on the outside of the house. Gotcha. That's all. It's just extending it. Perfect.
2: Yeah, and and in t- in addition, you know, you're also looking at this the space itself, and you want the experience to be a seamless experience, so they're not having to reconnect to yeah. out this particular outdoor network. Ideally, it's just all. It seems like it's just one giant bubble, and even no, though it's, and it's no technically a, yeah. and no dead spots yeah. and everything hops correctly. Uh, throughout that outdoor space. So that's uh, certainly the always the first step, whether it's indoor or outdoor is usually network for us. That's kind of the infrastructure. we. That's we the backbone. Start with. That's the yeah, backbone. We, we have involved. to make sure the backbone's And it gives you with.
0: more options because you can yeah. then use wireless technology to enhance some of the other areas, or do you want yeah. most things
1: wired?
2: Um, depends we, on what we're talking we, about. We
1: want most things wired. It, it's just a, a faster, um, less latent form of, of connectivity. Uh, that being said, we know you're going to go out there with your phone and your tablet and everything else. And, and we want those things to work properly, not just for controlling our system, but get on the internet, you know, what? whatever, all those things. That
0: dispute about what round Joe Montana was drafted in Well, you're barbecuing needs to be settled right then Correct. and there. If you don't have Wi-Fi, then you can't go on. <laughs> Listen, and if Correct. the
2: Wi-Fi service <laughs> <laughs> has got to be good, because let's face it, when he's calling into the station, Luke, and yeah. he's like, I don't have cell service, but... Gosh darn it! I'm gonna I'm gonna give Luke a piece of my mind. Yeah. I'm gonna call in. I better have Wi-Fi calling set up. Yeah, that's a
0: good point. If the Odyssey app drops off and somebody's you got listening, it, then yeah. then there you go. So and once you get the network settled, in, yep. <laughs> Before we go yeah. before we go too far off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once you get the the network settled in, yep. then what's what's the next uh, step? Yeah.
1: More often than not, I would say it's the entertainment parts of it. So getting good coverage of sound, possibly TVs, and those options have become. Um, more vast and given us more options and ultimately more flexibility for our customers. So on the audio side of things, um, if we can get a plan from, say, a designer, we can actually submit that to some of our manufacturers and they will build us what we call a heat map that will tell us what their recommendation is from a manufacturing standpoint of best performance of products where they should be placed wire lengths that shouldn't exceed certain amounts how those should be pointed and then amplification to drive them so so we can we can build a system knowing the end result literally on paper this way and audio,
0: so audio is one of those things when you're listening to music out in the backyard, yeah. your neighbors don't want to hear it. So having the ability to aim and have a sure. heat map yeah. of where that sound is actually going, as opposed to setting up a giant speaker pointed out from the sliding yep. door, yep. to you know let the whole neighborhood. Well, hear and, the,
2: it. and what Jeff was mentioning to you and you guys were discussing on the predi- being able to predict that end result. Yeah, uh, when you start taking into an outdoor environment. Um, where you don't have uh, fixed walls and it's it's a it's a much looser space in terms of acoustics and in terms of light and how it might affect video, um, that becomes even more important and ultimately because you have less control on the environment and the environment changes. I mean, you know, so the light can change throughout the day, as you know, as can um, uh, acoustically, it can change. There could be more noise or less noise, or and so on, and sure. neighbors and all that. But in, in the you know, with television, for example, there are a lot. A lot more possibilities in terms of television uh, options. uh, In terms of the light situation, for example, so you could have TVs that are in direct sunlight now, as as opposed to just well, it has to be partially shaded. And these are again all weather solutions. Back to something that's you know, of course, fully covered uh, and has more shade. You know, and everything in between. So there's many different versions of that same 4K outdoor TV to look at now as opposed to what maybe was offered five years ago.
0: Yeah, when we first talked about this conversation, prices were a lot higher, I imagine, yeah. too, because as they the technology yeah.
2: gets, so the price
0: is coming down on those. But the, the main thing that you need with your outdoor television from, the, the obvious is the weather protection. Yep. But yep. beyond that, it's the, the lighting that you're talking about. To get a TV that works in direct sunlight... How much, how much light does that TV need to put out? It's considerably
1: brighter. brighter. Yeah. Yeah, Considerably brighter. So there's, as Clark was alluding to, that there are several different levels of TVs depending on where it's going. And, um, you know, of course the brighter the TV needs to be, that does dictate dollars, you know? So those typically are, are the most expensive solution. But if you are wanting to put the TV out right next to the pool, Uh, and there's going to be sunlight out there without any covering. Well, then if you want to see that TV in the daytime, you're going to need a brighter television. Whereas if the TV is going in a covered outdoor living space, say over an outdoor fireplace or something, then yeah, it still needs to be outdoor rated because you're going to get moisture and temperature and all that kind of stuff. That's not good for electronics. Uh, but it doesn't have to be as bright. So we, we can obviously pick something that's, um, more cost effective.
0: A lot of people like to put up the projectors in the backyard for their yeah. barbecue and things like that. Yeah. They're, are, are they improving enough where we can actually see those during the day or in the twilight? No. No. The,
1: twilight. Yeah, projection and so two piece projector and screen is um, that's a that's a tricky wicket for outside. Yeah, um, because now if you want to be able to see that in any form of bright light, um, you have to have a very 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 bright product to do that and the other side of it is the screen is for all intensive purposes dumb it doesn't know what it needs to reflect and what it needs to reject so putting a projector in a screen outside in our environment where we don't get great weather for nine ten months of the year Mm -hmm. uh you know definitely six months I, i would Doable, but more than that, uh, not so much it, I mean, we can do it. It's just, yeah, it, it's, it's not an inexpensive endeavor. One it's, option
2: it's you can do. And so clients have looked at is there are options of rear projection that you can oh. do. So you're actually projecting from an interior space where you can control the light, but then you can still see everything from outside. And we orient the video and audio to that's, and that's, and that's the really way, way to do if, okay. if
1: somebody wants an image larger than say 80 some inches, what clark just said is is really the only way to do it that that gives you control all the time
0: gotcha gotcha but you can do an 85 inch television outside it's right a pretty, it's a pretty big screen or right.
1: 140 inch i mean let's go
0: wait we it. can do that outside oh sure if sure, you want to go
2: big with rear projection yeah.
1: <laughs> There's always an answer, Luke. Uh, Yeah, that that makes sense. So those options ultimately have grown. There's many more, uh, both in terms of brightness as well as picture size, compared to what we had a couple years ago. A couple years ago, it was really just a few sizes of of, um, outdoor solutions. And if you wanted something bigger than 65-inch, It it literally was some form of projection. There just wasn't a choice. And and so fortunately, almost all these manufacturers that make the outdoor uh, weatherproof TVs have pretty big TVs today.
0: One of the conversations that we always come upon is, you know, you want the outdoor space to feel like it's an extension of the home, right? So when you walk outside, network's working, the music's working, the... You've got a television out there now, an 85-inch screen yeah. that can project right next to the pool, yeah. even in direct sunlight. Yeah. That's all fantastic. But one of the cool things that you guys have the ability to do inside is the automation, yeah. the automated lighting. What are some of the options for, for outdoor that may, yeah. may not be available
2: indoors? Yeah, so the automation should be a seamless experience and as far as we're concerned. So whatever you're able to do on the inside, we would just assume you'd want to do on the outside of the house and that and the way you interface with that should be the same it's just another area of the home yeah. so and the inner the interface and the platform that we work with we try to get you so you're dealing with one app yeah i mean that's always the goal that's a simple interface that everyone in the family can use and and again the app has access and in, in terms of simplifying how you interface with you know, not just audio video, but you mentioned lighting, of course, lighting control outside is a a big one, you know, Uh, but in addition to that, um, you know, maybe there's other outdoor areas that may want automation, like your garage. Oh, yeah, you may want to have remote, you know, access, automation access to the garage uh, and simplifying that or uh, perhaps there's some outdoor heating elements or you want to heat the pool or the hot tub. Yeah, you can do that so um, that can
0: all be connected with the same sim, same interface yes. interface yeah. so you can go i'm going to go outside in 15 minutes let's warm up the hot tub yeah let's kick on the game yep. let's you know fire up the the lighting around the the, the cornhole set or whatever you're doing out there you can yeah. just you can key all that in without getting out of bed yep.
1: it, it could even be simpler than that and and this, this is kind of the key with system integration is is simple easy fun all of the above so it could be something as simple as uh let's let's just call it a scene that we build that says outdoor entertainment and we hit that button on the system integration app or touch panel or whatever and that could be programmed to do everything you just said okay turn the hot tub up to a certain temperature turn the tv on to a certain sporting channel um, start music playing from a certain music stream or playlist or whatever adjust the lights to a preset level for outside all of the above and just a one button and and ultimately that's what we try to instill and provide for system integration is make it easy
0: yeah is there any intuition built into these systems where as it gets darker, the lights get brighter?
1: Um, can. Yeah. Yes. Can. Yeah. Most of the time for what, what we would call astronomical based lighting scenes. Um, it's usually just based on sunrise, sunset. Okay. Um, so at sunset, turn on all these lights to a predetermined level or, If they're not a dimmer, like landscape lighting, typically those are just on or off. There's not really a reason to dim those. But again, just turn them on at sunset, turn them off at sunrise, that kind of thing. And that stuff can all happen automatically very easily with these systems. And you can delineate
2: too. So if you want, uh, I'm thinking of a few clients who've done this, but I mean, you know, if you want to have it so it's astronomically based in terms of the lighting settings outside, but on the interior of the house, you want it to be based on daylight savings. Which is there's a slight variance to that where it's only up resetting kind of once a year really, you know, sure. with a change. But um, some people want to have a very fixed time that every time the halt lights are coming on or every time the entry lights are coming on or whatever. Um, you, can, you can delineate that within um, the systems that we provide. So, yeah, so we the,
0: the goal was to make it effortless, something yeah. you don't necessarily have to think about. Yep.
1: It, exactly. Uh, and lighting is, I would say, uh, especially for a lot of outdoor lighting, it, it's absolutely about, I don't want to have to think about it. Just, I want to come home and have lights be on without walking into a dark house.
0: Yeah. And there's there's two different ways to light the outside of your house. It's for safety and security, but it's also for entertaining. So mm-hmm. I imagine that you can do both, set up the security system that goes with that as well.
2: Yeah. yeah and the surveillance you know you're kind of getting into security too which Mm -hmm. is obviously deals with elements we deal with on the the exterior you know part of the thinking on that too is that it does correspond to lighting control so the cameras and the positioning of the cameras and the and and how obviously we have cameras that can give you video in in the evening with pitch black and they can illuminate that and you can see for varying distances depending on the camera you decide on so with us but oftentimes if we can provide some ambient light that's only going to improve things maybe offer even a better color solution for the video um, in the evening if we can make sure that hey the lights are always going to be on in these areas where you really want to have coverage uh, that's important and you also alluded to it as well for security having the lights be on uh, whether you're home or not is obviously a key element too so
0: excellent well what what are we missing from the outside so it sounds like you step one is before you start your project, it's always good to make that phone call. You can set up the map for the audio, for the lighting, figure out where you want to have the video. The equipment that you get is a very much based on, you know, the, the
2: setting that you have for it, mm-hmm. the TV Absolutely. TV
0: in particular. Um, but and you can
2: bring those assets to us early and that conversation with us, you know, say it's a 40-minute conversation or an hour conversation with Jeff and my time that's complimentary. You can call us up and say, "Hey, I'm really thinking about doing this project. I'm really not sure what what I ultimately want, but I think I know what I want." Yeah. And by the way, here's kind of my rough idea of what I think the budget might be, but I'm going to bring in some photos. Let's meet. Those those meetings are always very important because we can help propose and dispose kind of what you're looking at in those early stages and save you from doing a lot of work that was unnecessary and or Helping you so you do not miss something, you know, yeah. obviously in the pre-wire stage. So well, yeah.
0: and I don't know if, if saving money is necessarily the, the best way to phrase it, but spending the money in the right places, I think, is something that you can really help with, which... Or phasing it. You there, know, maybe yeah, it's phasing yeah. it yeah. out over time. Well, you know. the, the initial thought that I have is somebody looks at, you know, a, a television, I know people do this all the time, that's the most expensive, it must be the best. If somebody's buying one that has that lighting for that direct sunlight, that's fantastic, but if they're putting it in that shaded area above the fireplace, you're spending money that you don't need to. Correct. So Correct. by having that conversation, you're not just getting the right project product for the right space, you're also potentially saving yourself from getting the wrong
1: product for the wrong space. We yeah. would call that system engineering. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that yeah. falls into all aspects of this. I mean, that's why that initial meeting is so important because, you know, wiring, I can't tell you how many times we get out and like, "Well, there's conduit there," but then there isn't. Because you can't access that conduit f- far enough out to add the access point, maybe that they wanted or whatever, and all that comes into what Jeff was alluding to as well, which is the, obviously the <coughs> system engineering, making sure the right infrastructure is in place. Yeah. early on. Yeah. Well, and Jeff,
0: you mentioned the wire length. It's you know getting yeah. the most out of your equipment. If you're going to you know spend the money on the speakers and you're you're running the cable that's too long and it doesn't work as well as it could, you're all you're doing is diminishing the products that you have out there.
1: That's exactly right, and it's. Um, it's true for networking wire as well as speaker wire, yeah. um, and in many cases, video runs as well. So, so again, it's it's a system engineering conversation, and and just getting in front of it versus trying to to do this halfway down the the line of, of developing a project or later. Um, it doesn't mean it's impossible; it just becomes more difficult the longer we wait. So, sure. the sooner we get involved, the the easier the the system's going to be to engineer um, and it's going to be easier for us to work within timelines as well so i mean covid has messed with other things outside of all of this i.e shipping freight sure. um, building of product it's all slower than it was before so it, it's all part of just the sooner you talk to us the better off we are
0: excellent did we miss anything from the outdoors uh, gentlemen
2: that's a pretty good overview. Excellent. I think so, yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, so yeah. if we missed any specific questions that you, the listener, has, uh, the best thing that you can do is pick up the phone and call Encore Audio Video. Get on your computer. Go to EncoreAudioVideo.com, or the showroom is open Tuesday through Saturday here at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Yes. Gentlemen. Absolutely. Thanks for recording another podcast with me. I'm excited. We'll be back uh, with a monthly podcast, and we'll get all the old podcasts uh, that we have uh, that are already on the Encore Audio Video site, we'll, those will be available through Odyssey as well. Um, so I appreciate it. The Encore Audio Video podcast. Gentlemen, thanks a lot.
1: Thank you, Luke. Thanks, Luke.
0: Thank you for listening to the Encore Audio Video podcast. If you have questions about today's topic or to schedule your free consultation with Jeff and Clark, go to EncoreAudioVideo.com.